Welcome to Swimming Upstream, the 10-minute podcast about Catholicism, technology, culture, baseball, whatever else might come up. I'm your host, Eric Sammons. This is episode number 47. On today's show, I'm going to be discussing the season of Lent. Uh, Today is Ash Wednesday, February 14th, uh, 2018. And so I thought it would be a good time to just discuss Lent and what it means, how to practice, how I've practiced it, and maybe how to practice it better um, this year. You can find the show notes for today's episode at ericsammons.com slash podcast slash 47. So like I said, today's Ash Wednesday. And for me, Lent, the beginning of Lent, the start of Lent has always been tied up with my conversion to Catholicism. When I decided to convert over 25 years ago, almost 26 years ago now, it was just days before Lent started. So needless to say, I was very enthusiastic. Here was my first chance to practice the season of Lent. Growing up as a Methodist, we didn't even acknowledge Lent. I know some Methodist churches do, but ours didn't at the time. So I didn't even know what it was really until I started looking into Catholicism. So here I was, this, you know, fresh Catholic. I hadn't even been confirmed or brought into church yet, but I was, you know, I converted and knew I was going to become Catholic. And so I was all excited about Lent. And I was also young. I was only 21 years old at the time. And so I was so excited. So being young and foolish and dumb, I decided I was really going to take Lent seriously. I was really looking forward to this giving up something thing that these Catholics do. And so I decided that year I was going to give up food. That's right. I was going to fast for 40 days, basically. I was going to eat on Sundays, but I was going to try to imitate my hero, St. Francis of Assisi, and of course our Lord, and fast for 40 days. Uh, Needless to say, that did not work out so well. I think I remember I I made it through the first week basically miserable, but I made it like through Wednesday through Saturday. Then I ate on Sunday like a complete pig. And the next week, then the first week of full week of Lent, I, I think Monday and Tuesday I was basically struggling by about Wednesday, I think it was, I finally just gave up. I mean, when I say fast from food, I was willing, I had a very small dinner. Basically, I didn't eat anything, and that, for dinner, I'd have maybe bread and water, and that was it. And the whole time, though, I was miserable. I was cranky with people around me, and it, it was just awful, and so I just completely gave up. And so that taught me a lot, that first Lent, about uh, how to handle it and what to do. I, I didn't, I won't necessarily say I haven't, over the years at times, had other uh, attempts greater than I was able to do. And really, my attempts of Lent, of how to practice Lent, what to give up and what to do, what, what really sacrifices to do, has been a process of trial and error. I've gone to one extreme of, like the year I tried to give up food, and I've gone to the other extreme of almost doing nothing, basically not really hardly doing anything. And I found that the sweet spot, for me at least, is to not go too crazy on what I give up, but to really focus on what, what it is and to make sure I do it and be more serious about it. And so I, you know, they always say, do something that's actually hard for you, but not too hard that you can't do it. Um, so for me, I've always been like less is more. I, I try to think of maybe one thing to do that I know will be difficult, but not impossible. Also, I, you got to think about physically, like today, uh, just due to, uh, different health issues, I can't really fast anymore. And, um, and so, you know, giving up food isn't really the thing for me. I don't, and also for other reasons, I don't really eat, uh, I don't eat any sugar or anything like that. So giving up treats is worthless for me. 
So I really try to think of something that would be difficult, maybe a habit I've formed, something I'm doing more than I should, wasting time at or whatever, and I try to give that up and be more serious about that. But another thing I've learned is not to, give, not to get hung up on failure. And I really, this is my study of the Eastern uh, churches, like the Orthodox churches and, and Eastern Catholic churches versus the West, their attitude. In the Eastern churches, you hear a lot, if you've studied it, you realize they go crazy on what they're supposed to, what they officially have to give up. I mean, the church, you know, we, as Latin Catholics, we only have to fast on Ash Wednesday and Friday, and uh, Good Friday, and then abstain from meat on Fridays. Well, in the Orthodox and the Eastern traditions, they give up meat, they give up dairy, give up, I mean, a bunch of other stuff every day, the entire Lent. It's crazy. And it, it's unbelievable how much you give up. But I also realize in getting to know people who practice this is they're not so hung up on fail, fail, failure like we are in the West. They know at times they might, they might not live up to this. For them, it's a matter of you set the ideal, and part of the lesson of Lent, so to speak, is when you fail to reach up to it, that's a lesson to say, hey, do, it, it, it's, hum, it's humbling, I should say. It, it, it's a matter of... You set this high ideal, you realize you can't reach it, and that tells you something about the need for God's grace, your need for somebody who is greater than you, i.e. a Savior. And so I think that's a great lesson, whereas in the West, you know, we are like, oh man, we have to set it such that we can succeed. If we don't succeed at it, it's just we're miserable and everything goes wrong. Whereas I think the East looks at failure more as a learning experience. And so that's something to remember as well. I also think what I realized in trial and error over the years during Lent is I really make sure I add spiritual activities. When I was younger, I got very hung up on the whole issue of what do I give up? What do I sacrifice? I got to sacrifice. If I'm going to be holy, I got to be like a superhero and sacrifice everything. And Whereas I do think sacrifice is extremely important, and we forget way too much about it in our in our time today. I also think for people who are more diehard practicing Catholics, maybe a little more scrupulous, we can go a little too far in our attitudes that we think that's the only thing that matters. When really we also should be thinking of, you know, the idea in, in Lent is prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So two of those three, prayer and almsgiving, we, we can't forget. And so I would say I always try to make sure I add a spiritual activity, something maybe going to adoration more than I usually do, uh, maybe doing spiritual reading, you know, really set a goal for that during Lent. And I think that's always been very helpful as well um, when I do that. And really, I found, you know, in a way, Lent is my favorite season of the, of the church year. Easter's always been my favorite holy day. And I think Lent is the favorite, my favorite season because it really does, it, it gives you focus, it gives you clarity. I don't know about you, but every year leading up to Lent, I realize, like in the days leading up to Lent, I realize, wow, I've really kind of let things slide this past year. Every year, I, I think by time, and it's like, it's the church's way of saying, okay, wake up. You got to remember this is a, a struggle for your entire life. You can't, it's not just something that you can succeed at early in life and then you coast the rest of, of, of your life. No, every single year it refocuses you and says, okay, what have I been doing well, but also what have I been failing at? What have I not been doing well at? How have I not been living the Christian life? So for that, I, I really think Lynn is beautiful. I also say it's kind of like the sacrament of confession for me. 
I actually dread it every year leading up to Lent. I always dread like, oh, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to do some sacrifice. I'm not going to like it. But I also appreciate the most. Just like when you go to confession, I don't know about you, but before I go to confession, I always dread going to confession. Every time I go, I dread it. I don't like telling people my sins. But then I always walk out of it very refreshed, and I love it. I think it's very beautiful. I appreciate the most. So I think Lent is like that as well. And it really does help us prepare for Easter. I mean, when I, before I became Catholic, Easter just kind of popped up on you. I mean, you kind of had Palm Sunday a little bit, but then all of a sudden it was just Easter. And that, you know, it's kind of weird, which I think Lent really does help you prepare for Easter and know by making all these sacrifices and leading into the Triduum, you really can celebrate those Easter mysteries in a great way. So I would just encourage everybody listening um, to really make Lent, this Lent, this year, a season of grace, uh, a season in which, you know, we, we do our sacrifices and we do our prayers and our almsgiving, and we do it in such a way that we glorify the Lord. We're not trying to be superheroes. We're not trying to be, um, you know, see how strong we are and how great we are by our sacrifices. Instead, instead of trying to be superheroes, we really try to be saints, we really try to be holy. And that's the purpose of Lent is to grow in holiness. So I just encourage you all practice, uh, uh, have a great Lent. And I hope it draws you closer to our Lord and helps you to celebrate the great feast of feast Easter. Okay, well, that's it for today's episode. Uh, if you like what you hear in this podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes. I really do appreciate that. That allows more people to hear about the, the podcast and listen to it. But until next time, keep swimming against the stream.